0: Thank you, God, that you never let us down. Thank you, God, that we can turn to you. We can come running to you. Lord, your grace covers it all. Calvary covered it all, Lord. We thank you that you're so good, God. We thank you we can bring all of our brokenness to you, God. And it all just comes off at the door. Thank you for your goodness, God. Thank you for who you are and who you make us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. You can take your seat, everyone. Thank you. Well, I had a really good day yesterday. Did anyone else have a good day? In the garden? I went to the the beach with my family. Took them to a, a secluded, sort of hidden away spot that no one knows. I'm not going to tell you where it is, <laughs> otherwise everyone will be there. And that was really good. Um, we we have to drive through the bush to get there, and um, there's heaps of those um, bumps on the on the trails. You know those the bumps that direct the water off the trail so the the rain doesn't ruin the track. And uh, I take the Ute and we. Um, uh, Belinda doesn't like it very much we <laughs> We drive all over the bumps and and there's heaps on the way, and the kids love it and um <laughs> and they've named all these bumps and I've got a bump, and they've named one after me the, the big one that's mine <laughs> and um all our pets have a bump, and um even some of their friends at school have a bump uh yeah, it's nice but um yeah, we we it was a bit windy at the beach, and so we moved to another one. It was a bit bit more hidden away, and um, yeah, we had a ball. And uh, we saw a a, um, a a whale out in the ocean, splashing around, and some boats, some uh, ocean vessels. I wouldn't normally call them ocean vessels, but I'm speaking on vessels today, so, uh, so I'll just just tie it in there. Yeah, it was a good landing, guess yeah. I'm going to read from 2 Kings one 7 This is Elisha and the widow. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elisha, saying, "Your servant, my husband, your your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves." So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, Go borrow vessels from everywhere. From all your neighbours, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And then... And when... You have come in, you should shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into all of those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought in the vessels to her. She poured it out. Now it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And, and he said to her, There is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live off the rest. That's pretty cool. It's one of the, one of the great miracles in, in the Old Testament. So she, her husband is obviously the income maker. Like, every, like all the husbands back there, back in those days, and they'd gathered a debt and she had no way to pay it off. She had nothing left in her house. And in those days, they didn't come and take your car or your house or whatever you had secured against your loan. They came and took your sons, the next generation. And uh, they worked for the, the creditor and they paid off the debt as a slave. Yeah, it's pretty massive. So in the Old Testament, these creditors that came... They were like the, they were like the devil, or the, the ways of this world coming to claim something, coming, knocking on your door. The, the oil represents the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. always oil is linked with the Holy Spirit, anointing power, and the house is us, His people, the church. The church is His people, so us. So verse 2, Elisha said to her, what do you have in your house? What do you have in, in yourself? What do you have in your church? What, what do you have? See, the, the problem was she was broke. She didn't have money. But that was, her, that was the problem in her eyes. But Elisha, was, he, he wasn't thinking about that right now. He, he wanted to know what she had. What's in your hands? We've heard that before. Jesus used to say that all the time. What's in your hands? What's there? What do you have? What can I use? So the, the, the oil was the secret to the victory. We know, we know the end of the story. Um, and through this, through this passage in the Bible, we know that, that God wants to place heaven into a vessel. He wants to place a miracle into a vessel. He's, he's just looking for a vessel. Yeah, often we say we, we need a miracle. We need, we need something to change. We need power. We need a healing. We need more money. And the, the truth is, we need, we need to be more of a vessel. We need more vessels. We need something that God can pour out into. He hasn't run out of resources, He hasn't run out of power, He hasn't run out of miracles. He hasn't run out of money. He's just looking for a vessel. Verse 3. I just want to pull apart this this passage, and I hope that's okay. It's I, I love doing this. You pull, pull bits out of it and you get, it's, I don't know, it's, it's meatiness, it's food, it's good. Um, verse 3. Uh, let me read that again. Then he said, Go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors' neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. So he was telling the woman to go get active, go do something. You need to do something. You can help God with the miracle. God's looking for a vessel, but you can help him find one. You can help him to become the vessel. Second point of that is you determine the size of your miracle. God lets you determine the size. How crazy is that? We're, often we're, we're asking for things. We need things from God. And that's, that's a, bit, it's a bit mind-blowing that we get to determine how much he pours out on us. And I, I can think back in, you know, in my life and think of how many times I've limited God. God, I just need this much. But he's, he's got an unlimited supply. He's got all the resu- resources amazing. So do not gather just a few. If she gathered just a few, she would have a small amount of oil. But she gathered more than just a few, so she had a large miracle. The promised land comes to mind a, a, a bit. They, they spent 40 years in the desert. They went there because they needed deliverance uh, from the Egyptians, but 40 years is a long time waiting on God. To move, but the the reason it took so long, it didn't have to. It could have only taken three weeks. The country say, from place to place, but they weren't ready for the promised land. They needed to rely on God more, and so they could have helped God with the with the miracle of deliverance. They could have relied on God more. They could have pressed into God. Uh, but instead, they started to turn from God, which is why it took so long. I also thought about the, uh, the we determine the size of our miracle. Um, I'm sure many of you had heard of the, the Toronto blessing or the miracle over there. It was, that was about 20 years ago. And, um, and that was a blessing where God just poured out, just, just miraculously poured out on a group of people. And it got larger and larger. And people came from all over the world. To, to be a part of this blessing, and it was, it, it was amazing, it lasted a long time, and that was because there were vessels, vessels kept on coming in, more and more vessels, if it was just a church and they, they kept it to themselves, then they would have been filled and God would have stopped the, the oil, fl- oil flow. That's, that's the same with any revival, a revival here in Batemans Bay, we we're the vessels and we need to gather more vessels and we need to be filled with his oil with his holy spirit and when there's empty vessels when we gather the empty vessels the oil keeps pouring out keeps flowing that's that's what a revival is so our prayer can be fill me up god to overflow make my heart kingdom focused so that revival bubbles up from within this vessel and overflows to the vessels around us. Uh, Another point from verse 4 is Elisha said, once you've got the vessels, shut the door and then pour them out. And uh, this speaks of, of separation. Sometimes... When God wants to do a work in us, God wants to pour out in us, it requires a bit of separation from the, the things that go on around us or the things of the world. Sometimes we need to be separated so that God can fill us in a, in a pure way. Um, but that's not always. We don't, we're not hermits. We don't, uh, we don't live in that separation because what we get filled with is for other vessels, for other people. in verse 6 the oil stopped when there was no place for the oil to go there was no vessel left it's um yeah it's it's crazy thinking about limitations things god can god can only pour out what you provide pour out into what you provide you bring what you have bring as much as what you have to god and he will fill you so Oil stopped when they had no place. Uh, does does anyone like uh, shopping at Aldi? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I really don't. I nah, It's just there are good points to Aldi. It's it's a lot cheaper, and um and the food they've got's good. Like it's the, uh, heaps less pre- preservatives and stuff like that. So that's great. But the the reason I really don't like Aldi is because you get all your stuff, you, you stack up you, your trolley, you fill it up because it's cheaper than Coles or Woolworths, and you, and you get to the checkout, and you line it all up, and then they get your food, and they just beep it through, and they don't even look where, the, where it's going. They're just chucking it through. <laughs> and, um, and you get to the other side, and, and they don't even have a bag. They have nowhere for your, your products to go. And then they get cranky at you that you haven't removed them off this counter that they're filling really quickly. And they, they tell you to go and put it over on the, the, you know, the far bench so you can pack it later because they're busy. They're busy beeping things through. <laughs> Actually, I, I saw Belinda was there once and, um, and they I think it was, it was a soft fruit that they beat through and they just chucked it. And um, and she said, "Do you mind? That's that's from my children's lunch." And I think it was a banana or something, and they're just bruising it. But yeah, they got a, they get a job, and they're just yeah. But <laughs> it's it's a bit rude to me, but I understand it. You gotta you gotta take your own vessel, and you gotta be prepared to to fill it with the products. Yeah. And they make you pay for the bags, as well, if you're not prepared. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all the shops are going to do it. I was having a a coffee with a mate the other day, and we ordered a coffee, I ordered a a latte and a mug, and he ordered a uh, cappuccino and a cup, and uh, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, it's it's such a weird, uh, it sounds weird, I'll have it, uh, this in a mug and this in a cup. And, uh, but you don't just order a coffee. You, you need to order your, your coffee type, so latte, flat white, cappuccino, whatever it is, and then you need to order your mug. So w- w- what size your vessel is. Yeah, because you don't want them to come out with your coffee and just pour it over you. You, you need something to contain the product. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have ordered pizza before. I used to be a pizza delivery boy back in the day. Um, yeah, you you order a pizza and, I don't know, it's margarita with extra cheese or something and they, they bring you the pizza, they knock on your door and you get your money ready, you go to the door, you open it and they've got your pizza there. And um, and it's just flopping around in their hand, and it's not in a box. It, you just see them holding it there, and the extra cheese. The cheese is running down their arm. What would your What would your first reaction be? You, you'd wonder if the hand was clean, for starters, I suppose. But you'd say, where is the box? Where's the box? So the I've got something here. It's a pizza box. So there's, there's not much value in a pizza box. I, I actually Googled it, and you can buy these for 30 cents. So the pizza box is necessary to get the product, from one place to another. The vessel, you need a vessel to get from one place to the other. But the box doesn't give value to the product. It's the product inside it that gives value to the vessel. The vessel is required, though. So God, God's just looking for a clean and empty vessel so that he can pour out his oil into it, his spirit into it, his pizza into it. He's got it all. He's, he's got all the revelations. He's got all, he's got all the sermons. If, you, if you're called to be a preacher or you don't know yet, maybe you are. He's got the sermons. They're not from the vessel. They're from him. You rely on him for the words that come through. You rely on him for revelations. You need ideas in your work, in your business He's got the ideas. He's, he's got unlimited resources. and the, You need words to help someone break through in their situation. He's got it. He's got millions of dollars just ready to be poured out. Garen preached a great message last week about um, build the church, the service, people who are called to service in the church and then resource the church, people who are called to... Resource the church, and then uh, do what you're good at was the third one it was great see we don't need to we don't need to um, come up with with everything ourselves. we just need to be empty and clean and be filled with him. The oil was not the problem. the vessels the vessels were That was the key to to the miracle. God's looking for for kingdom-minded people so that he can pour out his dollars into. Someone that's not going to use it just for themselves, but to build the kingdom. God's looking for for people that are going to share his words that he pours out to you, so that they're not just going to keep them to themselves, but use them to help others to, to break through things in their life, help others to see... Revelations in in their lives to help people to see with kingdom eyes, help people to see as he sees in the supernatural. I was thinking about the uh, the feeding of the five thousand as well the the boy with uh, five loaves and two fish it, that, that was an amazing story. five loaves, two fish fed five thousand men, and then there were women and children on, on top of that. And commentaries say that the, that would have counted to about 13,000, roughly, um, when, when you count up all the women, children, and the men, the 5,000 men. See, the the interesting thing was the, the, the boy had the, he had the loaves and the fish, and he offered them. He said, this is all I have, this is all I have in my hand here. You can have them if you can do something with it. And the disciples were saying to Jesus before that, they were saying, Jesus, we can't feed all these people. Send them home. We can't do it. There's too many people. No, just can't. And Jesus pushed them. He said, go on, go into the crowd. Go and see what you can find. And then, yeah, this boy says, this is what I've got. Uh, I don't know if it will help, but here it is. And then Jesus was like, yeah, that's it. Now I can work with it. Because someone's offered me something... I can work with it I can't work with nothing but I can work with something and the really interesting part of the story that I this passage I find is that the miracle came through the boy he came through a source that wasn't even uh, counted He, he wasn't even worth counting in those days that's where the miracle came from you don't need to be anything special for God to use you you don't need to be great at, at something that God's calling you to. He will provide the greatness. He will rise you up in it. You don't need to be perfect. You just need to be clean and empty. Sometimes sometimes I don't feel very clean, though, as a vessel. You, I'm sure you can relate to that. God wants someone clean and empty, but sometimes I don't feel that way. I've got another illustration for you. Sometimes I feel more like this. Yeah, it is disgusting. We had pizza last night, and this is the leftovers. So there's, there's oil, there's scraps, there's... See, this vessel is full, it's not empty, and it's, it's dirty as well. And, um, and that's, the, that's the feeling that we can have sometimes. We can, we can feel like we haven't got space in certain areas in our life for God. We can, we can feel like we've already got too much, and it's too dirty for Him to come. I've I've got a a bit of an example, Uh, it's it's from my work, Uh, recently, it's it's actually what what sparked this this message, anyway I'll I'll let you know, um, there was a lady that came in for a rego on her car and and it failed the rego, it it was, the the rego was a a safety inspection so it wasn't safe and therefore it failed, it needed to be fixed. So the problem was that, that was the last day it was registered for. She it, it was out of register the next day, and and we said oh we can, we can order the parts for you no worries but we we don't know when they're going to turn up because she was she was saying will will they be here tomorrow then because it needs to be registered and we said well they might be here tomorrow but we can't guarantee it and. Uh, and she was not happy with that. She was, she, was <laughs> she was really not happy with that. And she said, well, the the receptionist said, if if the parts come, we will try to fit you in, but I can't guarantee that either because we've got other customers that are booked in that, that have filled the day. We're actually three weeks uh, booked out in advance, so I'm going to I'm do my best. And And that wasn't good enough either because she said, I... I bring my car to you all the time. I'm a regular customer. I should have got my car passed for rego because I'm a regular customer. And and now you're telling me you can't. You don't even know when the parts going to be here. And and then when they do arrive, you, you don't even know if you can do it. And she was getting really cranky on the, on to this uh, to our receptionist. And um and then she she said, well, how about uh, how about, I, when, when the parts come, how about you let me know and I'll come get the parts and I'll take it to a mechanic who, who can actually do it. <laughs> and uh, I, I said to the, res- the receptionist, look, if she comes in again, why don't you respond like this? We understand y- your car's due for rego. We appreciate your history as a customer with us. However, we're not responsible to organise you to book your car in earlier. We're not responsible for the issues your car has. We don't own your car, but we can fix your car. Yeah, so so therefore, the, the issues you have associated with your car, you own them, so don't try to pass that on to us. What she was trying to do was make us feel guilty that we had failed her car because she was a a loyal customer. But it it wasn't our problem. We didn't own the car. We were doing our job. We did it correctly. And um, it just didn't fit her. And what the devil tries to... I'm not saying that this girl was the devil, this lady was the (laughs) devil. It's not what I'm saying. It's just an illustration. But the devil can try to pass off things and make us take ownership of things. He, he hates our body. He doesn't like our vessel. He can't destroy Jesus that's in our vessel, but he can try as much as he can to destroy our vessel, too, to to make us feel ashamed, to heap up the guilt on us. He loves to heap up the guilt. See, we might struggle in things like addictions or sickness, or disability, depression, anxiety, fear, and all those things the devil can use to heap up guilt or to heap up shame. But in 2 Corinthians 15:17, it says, Therefore, anyone in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Anyone that's in Christ. In Romans it says that... It says that anyone who declares with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believes in their heart that God raised him from the dead is saved. They've invited Jesus in. So that's anyone who is in Christ. Someone who has invited Jesus in. And they've become new. It doesn't say that they've, they've changed... It says they've become a new creation. The old has gone. So what Jesus does, when you invite him into your vessel, he comes to this place and he starts to clean it out. I'll clean that up later, pass again. (laughs) So as Jesus works on the inside of us, he starts to work on cleaning us from the inside. He starts to change things from the inside. Addictions start to change. Sickness starts to be healed. Disability becomes ability. Depression is broken. Anxiety is loosed. And fear is changed to faith. In Psalms 51:17, it says, You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would give you one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and a repentant heart, O God. That's coming to God in a, in a repentant way, saying, God, I, I've got so much stuff. My my vessel is filled with just scraps, and and I can't do this anymore, and I need your help, and he, and that's that's a repentant heart. And that's when God comes in. There's another illustration I want to use today. is is a a few months ago I was um, I'd actually cut my finger. Um, I'd cut the I, I've cut it again. <laughs> but I, I cut the top off my finger, and the there was only about a quarter of the nail left. It was at, at work, and it and it got sheared, um, and it was only just hanging on by a flap of skin. <laughs> Sorry for the, the uneasy stomachs around there. <laughs> so I I flapped it back on, and I <laughs> and I, I taped it up, but because it was because it was a pretty heavy cut, it got infected. And uh, I, was, I was praying with, we, we pray at night with our children, and I was praying with my and my daughters, and uh, we prayed for healing for, for my finger, for the infection. And we prayed, God, uh, this, you didn't create this, um, th- so come heal, heal and restore to how, how my body's supposed to be, Lord, how you created it in the first place. And, um, and then after the prayer, my daughter said that if, if God didn't create the infection, then why is it growing on your finger? And <laughs> yeah, they're charming little things. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I said to her that because we live in a fallen world, sometimes things attach to us, like this, this infection, it's attached to me. And the same as back in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned, sin came into the world and started to attach to us. But because Jesus has died at Calvary and he has paid for our sin and our sickness, it's it's not ours. We don't own it. Jesus doesn't own it. Therefore, we can ask God to come and remove it, take it away. And so even though sometimes we feel like we're not clean, we've got stuff sticking to us, sticking to the vessel. It's not inside us anymore because Jesus is inside us and he, he transforms us, but he transforms us from the inside out. And as he transforms us, stuff starts to drop off. And we become cleaner and cleaner as we're transformed day by day by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. How cool is that? So I'll get some uh, the, the worship band up here, please. 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this, is, this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So that we can't boast, Paul says, in in what we have, because it's it's Jesus, God that fills us. Um, let's stand, everyone. We'll we'll join in a, a worship song. Um, today, I, I want to pray for 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 clean and empty vessels. I want. I want to pray for that cleansing, for more of Jesus in our life, more of Jesus in our vessel. I want to pray for more vessels. I want to pray for things that attach to us to release off us through the transformation that Jesus brings. And I also want to pray for someone who's never brought themselves to God before. Coming to God, bringing yourself to God. All you're saying is, clean me, fill me, and bless me, God. Come into my life, transform me. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for what you do in our lives. We thank you, God, that we can be your vessels and that we can carry your spirit with us, Lord. Lord, we pray pray for more of you in our lives. We pray that you fill us up, God. But don't stop there. Fill us up to overflow. Fill us up to overflow into the vessels around us, Lord, so that we have an impact to those people around us through your power, God. Lord, we, we believe that as this filling goes on in our life, Lord, that you transform us things start to break, things start to drop off, and our eyes become to be open, Lord. Lord, we pray that we will see more of who you are. We'll see with your eyes. And Lord, I thank you for your promise that says that if we declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, giving us the opportunity for our sins to be paid for and our sickness to be paid for so that we don't have to own it anymore, Lord. But thank you for that. Make us aware of those things that the, 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 the devil might want us to take ownership of, Lord. Thank you that you bring all things to light, Lord. Thank you, God. If you'd like any more prayer today, then come down to the front. I'd love to pray for you.
1: Stand in your free. Oh.
2: I love um, coming up after Dan shared a message because it gives me so much to, to think about and share about. It's, uh, I'm glad he, uh, glad he got to that last verse at the end there where it highlights, Paul, Paul writes in 2 Corinthians that we have this treasure in earthen vessels, how it's, we're just vessels, vessels of clay but we carry a treasure and, that, and the, the power of God, the, the forgiveness and of God and empowering nature of His Spirit. It is, it is treasure, and it is nothing of us. It's like a coffee cup. No, it's just a cup, but it's the coffee inside that's good, right? And it's truly treasure. And I remember um, and, and Steve, over communion, reminded us that he comes on in to our home and even likes to clean out the closet, like he wants to fill our vessel with himself. This treasure. I was speaking to another person in this church recently of how they they have invited Jesus into their heart a long time ago, but they realized that they hadn't invited Him into all the different areas of His life, and how our lives are just spaces, empty spaces, and until we and allowing until we allow Him to come and fill those vessels, there's no treasure. And so it was so good to be encouraged by by his thought there. I hope you've been encouraged this morning that your your vessels uh, are being filled. Um, if, If there's anybody here that has never invited Jesus in until that moment that Dan just prayed, this morning that it was the first time for you to come and invite him in to your heart to to be filled by him come and let us know come and let me know I've got some stuff that can help you on your journey but um, apart from that have a great week Uh, we're going to finish the service there like I mentioned there's tea and coffee there's sun shining outside no need to rush off unless you're going boating you're welcome so uh have a great week um just before you go though thank you robin reminding me um, we're gonna pray for a couple of people in our church that are not here because they're actually quite ill this morning um not just a little bit but quite ill um, one's sylvia uh, and one is Evette. then they're, they're both not doing well this morning um so why don't you just as i pray just close your eyes and join your faith with me lord these are a couple in our church and there's probably others lord lord we pray that um That as you come and fill us, like we've learned about this morning, healing is something that we can hold on to. And we lift up these two, particularly in our church, Lord God, Sylvia and Yvette. And we pray right where they are right now that your healing hand will go to them, touch them, lift them up. Fill them, Lord God. Empower them with strength and health. In Jesus' name, we claim it. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. God bless and have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday. (laughs) Woo! <laughs>